Welcome to the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast, a radio show to help you start and grow your custom apparel and promotional goods business. Get ready to soak up some knowledge with the Custom Apparel Startups crew. Welcome to episode 188 of the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast. Uh, my name is Mark Vila, and today I'm here with Jess Santiago. Uh, Hello. Hi. And uh, uh, Jess is on the Coldesi marketing team with us. And she's uh, been uh, with the company, with Coldesi, uh, over two years now. Yep. Working marketing. So tell us, um, before we get into the podcast too much, uh, just tell us a little bit about kind of what uh, what you do, what you've done over the years. Sure. So I started with Coldesi as a e-commerce marketing assistant. Um, and I just kind of dove right in into e-commerce tasks, um, which was something I was pretty much completely unfamiliar with. But um, I did that for about a year. So everything that had to do with ColemanandCompany.com, our uh, supply site, um, I was in charge of getting product photos, product descriptions, getting new products launched on the website, um, things like that. And then I took a different direction, and now I'm senior content specialist. So now I kind of am more um, in charge of creating content, planning our video calendar, um, any written content that goes up on any of our sites, I try to get behind, um, and pretty much just helping us get as much content as possible up yeah. on our sites is pretty much what I do. <laughs> yeah, and then and then the final bit of that is really what what this podcast is about today, and uh, that's social media. Yes. So um, Jess has been a huge part in growing and changing and adapting the uh, Coldesi and our other brands, social media accounts. Uh, so today's podcast, episode 188, is called Setting Up Your Social Media Strategy. And this is important because um, if you're starting a new business, right, you think... Um, I need to be on social media, right. you know, right? Mm -hmm. And and or you've heard of people selling a ton of T-shirts or hats through social media. Mm -hmm. um, and is are you going to do that? And how are you going to do that? And are you going to go viral or go on TikTok Live? Or are you going to bother with it at all? Right. Right. Um, so I think it's a pretty confusing landscape, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. And I, I think that it's a balance as well. Um, mm -hmm kind of what you plan on doing on social media and sometimes it's even as you kind of get lucky you yeah. know you go viral one time and you may not ever go viral again so there's just a couple of different things you can do to make sure your you know your business has a presence on social media and it can become really difficult yeah yeah for sure so so kind of going into this a little bit we're going to talk about um what how you develop a strategy how you implement that and then you'll also, yeah, I mean, you're going to deal with a little bit of luck every once in a while. But yeah. if you do things correctly with a plan, mm -hmm. you're going to increase your chances of lucky things happening to exactly. you, right? Yeah. Uh, so if you don't play the lottery, then you can never <laughs> win it, right? <laughs> and that's kind of one extreme um, of how it goes. But it's true. If you're not doing anything on social media, then nobody's ever going to find you there and, and become your customer. Exactly. Um, so before we get into that, can you guess what I'm drinking in this cup right here? Probably knowing you, a monster or some type of energy drink. It's pretty close. Monster Java. 
Oh, you do like those. I've <laughs> never had one before. I love it. And I'm also writing with a Waldorf Astoria pen. So there's some like juxtaposition between <laughs> drinking Java uh, Monster and, and using a Waldorf pen. Um, but I think uh, that's that's the that's the uh, breadth of our customers and listeners <laughs> yeah. on Custom Apparel Startups. We have all types of folks. So I got to be relatable. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just uh, being boring and I'm sipping my iced coffee. From where? Um, foxtail. Foxtail. Yeah, it's, it's like a honey local. lavender. Honey, la- oh my gosh, so new it's age. It's really fancy. <laughs> <laughs> it really is new age. <laughs> all right, well, speaking of new age things, this social media thing, all right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, when we're talking about strategy on social media, I'll start with kind of step one. Mm-hmm. And the first thing you have to really think about, which what, what you're going to do, is talk about um, who are you selling to? Like, yeah. what's your niche? Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why I'd say this is so important is because, you know, if your niche are the type of folks that are going to make decisions on social media, buy things from there, go to social media to make purchasing decisions, mm-hmm. uh, then it's probably, uh, you're probably going to want to take one strategy. Uh, versus if your customers are likely to not make any decision on social media, uh, then uh, then it might not matter necessarily as much for you to get like really deep into like becoming you know a, a mini social media superstar in your business. Right. So can you think, I have a couple in mind, but Jess, can you think of any examples of maybe a customer who might make a purchasing decision on social media and ones that might not? Like the type of person, are you? Yeah, or maybe the type of maybe the type of product you're selling, even or or whatever. Do you have any thoughts? Um, So I immediately, when you asked me that, I thought of the type of person, and I know understanding your audience has to do with, um, you know, some purchasing decisions, their age. I think that Mm -hmm. plays a really huge role in whether or not they're going to purchase from social media. Um, I think that if you're, you know, selling a product or a service. and your target audience happens to be maybe an older crowd, um, I don't think that they trust mm-hmm. that they can purchase from social media. They don't trust the technology, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, versus, you know, your younger customers, or if you're selling something like a product or a service that's um, geared towards a younger audience, I can say for myself, we're more likely to, I'll buy something off of Instagram. Right. Okay. Um, I can have that trust through Instagram. The older crowd's not really going to have that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like kind of the first thing I thought about. Um, I'm not, when thinking about what kind of product, mm-hmm. I'm it, that that can go a bunch of different ways. Okay. Well, so, I've got a thought. Okay. I've got a thought. So if you if your customers are typically going to be um, Folks who are purchasing uniforms for schools, mm-hmm. if they're purchase, if they're purchasing all of the um, the T-shirts for the folks that work in a warehouse, um, if it's just maybe people who own like small businesses that are a little more in the um, you know the boring business world, like if mortgage brokers and insurance uh, agents and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe even like on the contractor world, like um, plumbers and electricians and things like that, so. If that's your niche, they're probably not going to be, say, 
oh, I need to order t-shirts for my business. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go to Instagram real quick mm-hmm. and try to find somebody and then find their Instagram store and purchase some, some, something yeah. from there, right? Um, they want to do business with somebody who's going to uh, be professional, mm-hmm. helpful, offer good customer service, hopefully deliver it in a quick time frame, somebody that can they can pick it up directly from yeah. and see and talk about the style of shirt that they mm-hmm. want to wear, where the um, you know, the electrician might say, you know, I'm I'm up in attics and in crawl spaces, I want something that, you know, that I'm not gonna get get all sweaty and yeah. moisture wicking shirt. They're gonna mm-hmm. want to have those conversations. Uh, on the flip side of things, if you're selling um, fashion or maybe you're selling directly um, to students at a school, so it's not necessarily that you're just going through the person who works in the main office, but you're right. dealing with actually having like a, a social presence to sell directly to the students mm-hmm. where they can buy hats and other type of school swag. You, so those are going to be two different scenarios where how much selling on social media matters or mm-hmm. not. Right. So, I mean, that's obviously getting into the weeds, but that's the yeah. concept of understanding, like, who your customers are oh, yeah. and, and what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I think there's another question, too, to be asked once you kind of ask, you know, who you're selling to, what your niche is, what's your business, but do you want to be on social media? Yeah. Right? And, yeah. Um, why do you think that's important? I mean, I think there's a few different reasons why... Um, a business would want to be on social media, especially maybe even a smaller business, for example. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where you can maintain and build relationships with customers you may already have. Um, this is a way for you to grow brand awareness and have people, you know, become familiar with your brand. Um, you can turn customers, if it goes, if it starts going well, you can turn customers kind of into like advocates mm-hmm. um, where they'll, you know, mention you if they have a good experience. Um, Maybe even, you know, show off what they bought from you, a product or even a service. You know, they'll mention you, they'll tag you, they'll like your posts, share your posts, um, kind of builds like engaged communities. Um, And then on the flip side, it also just, you know, if a customer has a negative experience and you're Mm -hmm. not on social media, you don't really get to mend that relationship. That's a missed opportunity, in my opinion. Um, So those are just a few ways or reasons why Mm -hmm. I think someone or a small business would want to join Mm -hmm. social media to, you know, be able to build these communities, be able to, you know, respond to any, you know, negative feedback that people might have Mm -hmm. that you're just missing. Yeah. That's Um, actually a really good point that if somebody is um, upset with something that happened, that they could potentially are going to go to Facebook or or anywhere mm -hmm. and, and post about it or say something and directly potentially message you or tag you and it gives you the opportunity to respond maybe you didn't even know they were upset Mm -hmm. so that's something good Uh, and another about kind of wanting to be on social media i think is great is having like a live public um platform to uh, that's uh, a conglomerate of all the work that you do a portfolio Mm -hmm. um and then i think the one thing about do you want to be on social media that's kind of the business decision but then there's a personal decision of like if you don't fee- if you're not into it to be an online personality then like i th- there's a degree of authenticity that's mm-hmm. important for social so if you don't want to do it and you're trying to force it everyone's going to know you're trying to force it and exactly. uh, and then nobody's going to want to want to watch or follow or share or look yeah right? i think it's important to make sure that you know your team wants to be on social media as well mm-hmm. um, so, so anyone else that works with you mm-hmm. um and and yeah, I mean it's all about the plans that you have, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. if you want to if you want to take footage of of um, 
you know, people running equipment or something like that, or having people talk about the products that you're selling, whether it's you know just you and your husband or wife, or or if you have employees, you know you have to figure out kind of what are the lines you want to draw on that. So um, that's I think that's that kind of we're doing we've done part one and part two a little bit here, yeah, right? So we, we talked a mm-hmm. bit about um, who are you selling to. What's the niche product? Who's your audience? Right? Who? Are, what kind of products do you sell? Um, are the how important is social presence for those? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter Instagram, Facebook, yeah. TikTok. You know um, how important is having that there? Um, and then the potential audience that you have and, mm-hmm. and how they're going to expect it. Right. So I would say um, I think of kind of two um, two extremes on social media. Uh, and that's going to be, and you just have to figure out which one is best for you on a personal note. Like, what do you want to do? Right. Uh, and then on, uh, on a secondary note of kind of like, what does, what is the business, what would benefit the business the most mm-hmm. as an entity? Yeah. Um, uh, so the one extreme is be, would be you just create like the two most popular Facebook and Instagram and you post pictures, maybe videos mm-hmm. of stuff that you make. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like that's all. That's all it's designed for. It's an online portfolio. This way, if you meet somebody, um, you know, you you're at a party, and someone says, "What do you do?" I make T-shirts, and they say, "Oh, cool. Well, let me see." Um, you can don't necessarily have to go to your photo album where mm-hmm. you've got mixed in pictures of like drink that you had at the bar <laughs> right. and like and like your dinner somewhere or and, reach out in your pocket for your business card then they've yeah. got to go to the website on the business card to right. see your stuff you know it's an easier way to display you know kind of what you're doing with your business right yeah hey do you have instagram yeah go to it type in you know uh you know whatever t-shirt shop right and then they'll pull it up and yeah follow me you know and then also they can just see everything that you've mm-hmm. done and it looks really cool it's pretty it's reasonably passive um, you could also do the same thing on Facebook. Yeah. Um, so this does two things. It do- allows you to share your portfolio mm-hmm. in a good way. And it also um, uh, allows any potential buyers from you that are maybe trying to do a little bit of online research will find your Instagram page, see a hundred things that you've made. And mm-hmm. they say, oh, okay, this person knows what they're doing. Right. Right. Yeah. So I think those are like the the extremes, you know, like you try to become an online personality and you're literally wearing and selling hats on TikTok through like, or the Instagram yeah. store. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other extreme is just like, it's an online uh, portfolio. Yeah. And uh, the third, and then the third option is having nothing at all, which is, I'm going to generally speaking advocate not for that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that it builds trust with uh, customers and potential customers. If you're not you know, keeping up. I mean, this is how I think, you know, at Mm. at my age, I'm sure there's other people, you know, a little bit even younger than me, like Jalen, who's on our team, um, could agree that, you know, if you don't see that a customer is keeping up with anything new age, so Mm. any newer technologies, perhaps, or any of the, you know, social media platforms, you kind of start to maybe think a little bit, Maybe I won't purchase for them. Maybe mm-hmm. I can purchase from someone who's, you know, more on top of things, more willing to show me what they're doing on, mm-hmm. on a live. You can even do like a live story. Things mm-hmm. like that, um, I think, are important um, for a small business or just a business of any size. Mm-hmm. So some some customers are going to want to see that you're um, keeping up to date with yeah. things. They're going to want to see that you're moving forward because they're moving forward too. Exactly. And they would like to work, you know, listen, if our... Uh, 
if our school or small business, we're growing small business, and if we're going to try to partner up with somebody to do the custom apparel that we're going to have for not only our customers, but also our employees, we want to make sure that they're forward moving with us too. Exactly. And we don't want to be stuck with somebody who's going going to stay behind while we're oh, yeah. moving forward. So, so I can see that. I mean, there's definitely a, um, a vision going forward uh, uh, of of people deciding who they're going to do business with. Mm -hmm. Also, they're going to be kind of be curious if you're real or not. Yeah. Oh yeah. Authenticity Mm -hmm. for sure. They like, like, they also might think you're a scam. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like a a real thing too. Oh yeah. um, uh, Especially nowadays, uh, this there's so many people with credit card fraud Mm -hmm. and all these scams everywhere from like, I mean, starting with like Craigslist scam days oh all the way now, it's like it's on now it's on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. It's on it's like everywhere, everywhere, everywhere has somebody trying to scam. So having a having a social presence is is another way to kind of just it adds another layer of trust. Yeah. You know, um, if you don't have one, that doesn't mean that you are a scam. And if you do have one, it doesn't mean that you are not right? a scam. <laughs> um, but it, it's like it adds up over time. Yeah. All the different things. If, and, and if they could see that for two years, you've been posting pictures on various platforms and uh, some customers have been in those and, and maybe they recognize another small business or something that that was mentioned mm-hmm. in a post uh, in their community. Then they're going to say, oh, OK, I didn't know that, you know, that you also made the hats or the shirts or the mugs for for that other business down the road. Actually, yeah. I've been there before. Right. Yeah. Their stuff looks nice on their employees, right? That's a good point. I didn't even <laughs> I didn't really think of that. Mm-hmm. Um, that layer of trust. Yeah. Um, but I do really think that that's a good point. I mean, um I know for myself when I'm shopping, I do, you know, if it's for a small business at least, mm-hmm. I do always look up the business on um Instagram, Facebook, wherever I can. I'll try to like you know, read read through customer comments if there are any. If I don't see any, that's a red flag to me mm-hmm. on most of their posts. Um, but yeah, I, I can agree that the, that's something that's super important if you want to make your business not look like a, a scam. Yeah, yeah, that's good. It's a good point. I I um I'll say I do the same similarly. Uh, for example, um, I'll be getting married this spring. And we were looking. Thanks. <laughs> and we were looking at um, at somebody local to make cakes. We really wanted to, to have like a really local small business do it in our area. Um, and that was the first thing that I did with all the folks that I, I went on. First, I went on to Facebook into a group and mm-hmm. I asked, "Does anybody know anybody in this area that that does this?" And I had maybe ten people reply. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Three or four of them actually shared their Instagram page. So immediately nice. went right to their portfolio. So, so the public was easily to sh- able to share their portfolio to me. Um, one of them, I, I found kind of a website that didn't have much on it. And mm-hmm. I pretty much just bailed on that one immediately. It's a red flag. Yeah, I was just like, I, I don't know, but I just, I have so many options. Right. I might as well narrow it down to the one that I can already see their work and um, it could get there's a degree of transparency. Oh, yeah. So some people immediately got out of the ranking without even me making a phone call. Oh, yeah. And it's not like I said, oh, they don't have an Instagram account. I'm not going to right. do business with them. That, I don't think that was the thought process at all. The thought process was I've got so many that were just recommended to me. I'm only interested in calling three. Mm-hmm. 
to price to do like price comparisons to have a conversation i'm just going to pick the ones that are the three obvious ones for me to make a phone call to and the one that had um barely had a website and no social media presence i was just like i'm i just my thought already got my attention was already grabbed by the one that had um a tagged local cake made like just two weeks ago mm-hmm. in a park that was like two miles from my house yeah yeah right. exactly yeah i totally get that so um so now we're right we're at the point we've gone in some different places right here yeah. but, but the we we're at the point where we figured out um who mm-hmm. your customer is what you're going to sell to the potential of what type of social presence you want to have whether it's a portfolio or um or you want to try to sell online based on what you're trying to do. Um, next, I would say is going to um, research your competition or right. or just other similar businesses. They don't necessarily, they might not be as direct competition as you think, but see what they're doing. Um, so one of, the, one of the thoughts that I had is you want to actually sell online. Right, so you you decided that you're going to kind of make, um, you know, real like fashion forward type of t-shirts and hats, um, or maybe you're going to do even something completely different, like you're going to do custom canvas prints or or drinkware that's really interesting, and you want to sell it actually on social media. Your goal is to not go to a a, a local business like we've been discussing mm-hmm. a few times, but your goal is actually to to get on social capture people's attention and get people actually on instagram or through TikTok, click a link click a link to buy it right off there or off from your website mm-hmm. or something like that um so so saying that i would you want to see how other people selling similar products how are they, how are they doing it yeah and if they look like they're successful mm-hmm. Then I mean, one of the key strategies is to just essentially copycat what they're doing, right? Basically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In so many words, um, I, you know, I think that keeping up with what their strengths and weaknesses are, maybe it gives you an opportunity to see what what different things you can bring to your social media account. Mm-hmm. So if you are following, um, or at least just copycatting mm-hmm. a business, um, and it seems to be working for them. You can also branch out and look at their website or their page in a different, you know, light as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're doing X, Y, Z correctly, but what are they not doing yeah, that this great. other business is doing? Mm-hmm. Um, you can kind of copy that too and bring that into your business and become, you know, those two shops all in one essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, that's just I, I would keep an eye on their pages. Yeah, that's what I. That's um, great. I think like the perfect scenario would be if you wanted to sell online, just as you're going with that example is you, you just, I, I want to sell a drinkware that has like, you know, this custom art that I do. So I'm going to do this custom art and I'm going to do tumblers and mugs and I'm going to customize each of them. All of them are going to be one of a kind. Uh, I'm going to offer some that are personalized with names or birthdays or anniversaries. Others are just going to be just the art that I sell. And that's what I'm going to do. I'll, and uh, so I'm just the fictional business. I sell the canvases, the drinkware, and maybe even some apparel too okay. um, with it. So um, there no, but you're like, well, nobody's doing this, yeah. right? That's the concept. It's like, I'm the only person doing this, mm-hmm. right? So you find people in similar industries or, or adjacent to it. So if you can find somebody who has, who does like, like hip hop style, where it's all has to do with like, rap lyrics mm-hmm. and uh, dancing and things like that F- 
find their page, see what they're doing. Yeah. How are they communicating with their audience? Mm-hmm. How are they talking to them? How are they sharing the product that they sell? What? How are? Um, how are they taking? Mo- how are they accepting money from people? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and then it's not the same as you, but it's adjacent to you. Yes, they're just they're what they're selling is just a completely different audience mm-hmm. than yours, right? right? Yours might be people into um, art, people who would drink tea with like or coffee with flowers in it, <laughs> something like that. My lavender coffee. Leave me in my lavender coffee alone. <laughs> so. Um, your customers might drink, you know, and and like the other customers are drinking like monster, monster coffee Monster java. <laughs> so, Whatever so, that is. <laughs> right. So um, so saying that, you can just learn some lessons from oh, them. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then you list what they're doing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, they're, um, they're being live on social media. They're telling exactly what they're doing. They're showing the product being made. They're um, inviting customers to join, join their, their live, live with yeah. them and talk mm-hmm. about the product, wearing it. And you could say, I could do that same exact thing. Right. Um, so you find uh, adjacent customers and uh, adjacent competition mm-hmm. um, that's not your competition, but very similar. Um, and then you can find direct yeah uh, and you made a fantastic point where if you find I would try to find at least three right maybe yeah. five or six mm-hmm. don't don't get to like a hundred or fifty you'll never be able to like pick a <laughs> no. handful yeah um, and then you kind of then diagram it right mm-hmm. you, you draw on like this is this is what they do great this is what they all do great this is what none of them do great here's this individual idea that i have and then you pair all that together and then you build your own exactly um little strategy which yeah. is the next thing to talk about yeah that's right? perfect what a great segue <laughs> so um what are some i we wrote down in our notes here we wrote down some questions about determining a strategy so why don't you tell us about what those are so the first question is, do you want to sell online? I think we kind of already, you know, mm-hmm. went over that. Um, do you have Do you have? Do you want customers to find you on social media? Um, are these pages for building trust, or are they just an online portfolio? Portfolio, excuse mm-hmm. me. So it's kind of what we've already talked about in the same, you know. Uh, I don't know what. Yeah, well, every all the questions we were covered. asking earlier yeah. are now need to go into writing. Yes, exactly. Right. Uh, so, so, <clears throat> so I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say you like you go into um, Excel or Word or yeah. something like that that you have, and, or on a on a notepad, and you physically start answering these questions mm-hmm. and writing out. Level one of of I think of determining a strategy is just write sentences or words. Um, I want to sell online. My customers are really active on social media. Um, I believe my customers are on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I don't think my customers really use Facebook. Um, I think my customers do use Facebook groups a lot. Um, I, I'd like to find out about actually selling on Instagram. Um, I just want to build a fantastic portfolio that I can share with people or my customers can share with people that want referrals. Um, so basically determining your goal. Yeah, determining the goals. Just write them all down. Things you do want, things you don't want. Right. To keep it simple, and then from there, um, you can start kind of um, you you you've, I think you've got down. a vision. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you've got a vision of what you want to do. Um, you know what platforms you want to go on, yep. uh, and um, and kind of how you want to execute. Yeah, you know what platforms your you know customers are going to be on. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll help you choose. Okay, I'm going to start on 
Instagram or I'm going to start at the basics like Facebook. Mm -hmm. Maybe you won't even touch Pinterest because Pinterest is one that people don't think about um, or TikTok just yet. Maybe that could, mm -hmm. you know, develop over time, but it kind of just helps you determine where you want to put this content and what kind of content um, you want to put out there and who's your audience. So yeah, just right. determining right. your goal is super important for, you know, just starting. Yeah, it's no, it's exactly. It's like, it's just starting. So start somewhere, but have a little bit of a plan of what the start is. Yeah. Don't just start making, I have, I have, I read online that if you want to succeed the most, you should have every single social media and post to all of them five times a day. At this I mean, time. Yeah. I mean, sure. You know, but um, if your customers are in procurement for local utility companies and think like they're not even, they don't care I don't think about, they're worried any about of that. that. Yeah. yeah. They're just, it's just, it's just so far removed from yeah. them making that decision. Mm -hmm. Um and have you seen this thing on TikTok? Where I'm scared to know what. <laughs> TikTok has so much. These people, they have like a box of stuff that's like in a, would be in a drunk drawer at your house. And then for like 20 bucks, they'll like scoop a Tupperware full of it and put it in a baggie and what? mail it to you. Yeah. And what it's like. What side of TikTok are you on? <laughs> it's like, it's like <laughs> pen caps and like Little squishy toys and I've highlighters, um, clips. Actually, I just had one somewhere, but like the chip yeah, bag the clips, little okay, these little twisty tie things. I've never seen that before. <laughs> yeah, and it's That's like, interesting. There's like, oh, here's like a here's like a, a a Pokemon toy, and oh, this one's missing an arm. Oh like, my god! Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> and they just like put it in a bag. It. Yeah, and sell it to people, and people buy it. That Live. is so interesting. Right there, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess there's like, I, they are saying what's going in the bag, but there's a little bit of well, like an like, element of surprise. There is. Like, and, you know, and just... there's like some treasures in there too. Ooh. Like so like this one I was watching, the lady had um, uh, scratch-off tickets that okay. would be in there. So there'd be nice. like three scratch-off tickets yeah. too. And sometimes when there would be a scoop, like every once in a while, you, they would get like a whole little folded up thing of them. So there was maybe like 10 scratch-off tickets okay. in there. So I can, like, see, I can see why people... Yeah. So like <laughs> every once in a while, you get like a couple really cool looking pens and a Pokemon toy and 10 scratch-offs. And you're like, dang, that's like, I could be a millionaire. Yeah. Or you get a bag that's like, Three-year-old candy, yeah, or just old candy, old Chick-fil-A <laughs> sauce, or something. I'm pretty wrappers. sure that might have been in the ketchup packets and stuff. <laughs> well, I'm thinking of my, you know, junk drawer at yeah. home, and it's it's not pretty. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so anyway, uh, I think the point being on that is like you could sell anything yeah. online if it makes sense. This this one example is. Uh, entertaining and there's some luck involved and and then people are just probably enjoy watching yeah. it because it's just just this weird awkward person selling stuff out of a drawer so um in the example of like the person who is does like hip-hop you know rap type of gear maybe they have people on there um like freestyle rapping mm -hmm. on their live right. while they're selling their stuff yeah. so they're doing mixing entertainment so you find that's Again, we're, that's the one extreme side of things. Yeah. The other is is just online portfolio. So mm -hmm. um, now that you've kind of, I guess we can go back on track after that, going to just TikTok <laughs> rabbit holes. Um, so let's see, we have here. So, oh, the next important thing that you want to do um, is defining your brand. Oh, for sure. Okay. So you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Um, when I think of defining, you know, our brand or just any brand in general, um, 
I think about when I'm setting up a page, I want it to be consistent. Mm-hmm. I want my logos to be in the right places. I want their my colors, you know, my business colors to be consistent throughout the page. Um, if I'm going to start a series um, of how-tos, I want that to look a certain way, be branded a certain way, mm-hmm. um, so that when people see that on their if it's TikTok, their For You page, or you're just scrolling through the reels on Instagram, or even on your Explore page, mm-hmm. if you've seen it a few times, if you've oh. seen those colors a few times, you know, okay, that's Cold Essie, or okay, that's Mark's t-shirt shop, mm-hmm. et cetera. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, having those kind of things, having a personality to your brand, having consistency across the board with logos, colors, um, I think that's all important when, you know, you're trying to define your brand mm-hmm. essentially yeah um, so you've got you make a face for it yeah you start with the the simple level of things mm-hmm. um uh do you have a logo um or is it more like a personality is it right. more your face or is it more about the business um are there certain colors that you use are there certain fonts you use are there styles of things and the types of content that you want to share absolutely so if you're doing um you know, custom drinkware, just using that as an example. Um, you have the name of your company, you have a logo, uh, maybe it's not personal, right? Your goal is to not sell them sell them necessarily online, but you wanna have an online portfolio and a place for your customers to share, say thanks, give reviews, things like that. So you're gonna to wanna to have the logo of your company as the main image in all these places. Um, if you have any um, secondary images that can be added to your profile. Maybe it's a, a product shop display mm-hmm. or something like that, yeah. or a picture of your shop mm-hmm. or, or something like that, or of you working or something like that. Uh, and then uh, the types of posts that you want to have for your branding. Yeah. So um, in this example, I just want to have really like three types of posts. You know, one is going to be something interactive maybe to try to get some interaction online. Another one is just going to be actual pictures of finished products. And uh, and then the third type of post is maybe either going to be ma- me making or showing off a finished product. Yeah. And those are the, that's kind of going to be my social brand. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all going, I'm, I'm going to make sure I use the same fonts, the same colors, my logo, um, take pictures in backgrounds that make sense. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So when somebody goes to your page, everything feels like it belongs to Exactly. Together. Yeah. You want your page to be, I mean, as cohesive, I think, as possible. I mm-hmm. mean, you can have fun with it, I believe. Like even on our, um, you know, our pages. One day we're doing something with sublimation that's super colorful, mm-hmm. or and then the next day, you know, we're doing an embroidery design, digital heat effects design. Um, doesn't always have to be so structured and so uniform. I don't want to, you know, have people think by saying, you know, you want consistency that mm-hmm. has to be a certain like uniform kind of way yeah. to where it almost becomes like boring. Yeah, um, it becomes like, and and you don't want it. It doesn't have to be like militant either, where yeah. it's like. I cannot break from yes. you know, this. Yeah, I think it's important like to test. Don't mm-hmm. be afraid to test. You mm-hmm. know, I think we do that all the time. For a while, we had um, we found that just normal um, social media or Instagram posts, for example, just pictures were working for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, as you scroll up to our most recent, we've moved on to Reels. Um, you know, so I think that it's just important to test as long as it makes sense for your business. And as long as you're, you know, still making sure that you have the same kind of face, the same kind of familiarity 
for um, customers and potential customers to find you, um, then you're on the right track. Yep. Yep, and uh, and this is a great place to go and look at other brands, mm-hmm. um, whether it's competition or just any any brand uh, in general, any business that's on social media that you think does a good job. When you when when one does a good job, you know it when you see it. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to explain. So when you see one that does a good job, um, try to write down notes about why. Yeah. You know, I like that they. You know, I always find that they're. Their brand color is pink, and almost every picture has that shade of pink in it somewhere, mm-hmm. whether it's like literally a scarf on the table next to the product or the product it- itself. So yeah. look for things like that. Um, so uh, let's see, make sure Which we it? have here uh, your brand. Yeah, so your brand is all about what do you want it to look like, who is going to look at it, um, what's what's the personality of your brand, and just making sure that, that your whole business on social media is co- cohesive, it makes sense. Yeah. Which I think brings us into setting up your account. Yeah. It, it kind of just flows into that, making sure that you have, you know, high quality images. You're not just going to throw up a photo that you took, I don't know, just randomly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you want to make sure that you have some kind of, um, I guess, process to mm-hmm. it. Make sure you have high quality images. Make sure you're including keywords um, uh, in your descriptions, in your bio, I think is important. Any links, if you have a link tree, that's you know mm-hmm. also really something that we found like pretty cool to use as well. Um, any initial posts you want to have scheduled at first, you know, kind of have a plan, write out a plan. All right, so I'm going to start with um, reels. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this in day one or post one, two, three, four, five. Um, I think all of these are important in setting up. Kicking, kickstarting your social media uh, business or portfolio. Mm-hmm. And so, no, that's a great point. And you brought up something about testing too, which we're going to get into next yeah. again as well. But um, so, what you do is you hit the hit the button on Instagram to start a new page, mm-hmm. right? And then kind of just start going through the steps. And before you hit publish, make sure you take notes of everything mm-hmm. that they want you to fill out. Yeah. Right. So they want you to make a name. Mm -hmm. They want you to have an image. They want you to have a secondary image, write a description of who you are and make your first post. Mm -hmm. So write all that down. That's what I need to start Instagram. And to future proof this, um, it might be different in one month. So, so rather than listing exactly what it is, the best tool you can do is actually to start to pretend to set one up, even Mm -hmm. if it's like a dummy one that you never publish Mm -hmm. and just hit delete at the end or cancel. Um, the same thing on any other account that you're going to do. Start to go through some of the steps so you can figure out what it is or um, or potentially even just uh, research um, on YouTube how to set up an Instagram account the best way. And, and be sure to start sort your video by the most recent in case there's any changes. Yeah. But um, you want to make a list of everything that you want to do. Um, talk, look back at your plan. Make sure that what you have is going to make sense to it. Look at how you're going to do your branding. And once you're all set up and planned, um, then you can um, you can make your page, but before you do it, you should probably work on a bit of a social media calendar. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I actually have that in my notes. I think without a calendar, mm-hmm. I can't imagine, for example, I can't imagine working here and not having a social media calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's for all three of the platforms that we use, you know, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, it just helps with consistency, making sure that you're, you know, consistently posting, making sure that it's, you know, going out on time. You know, I don't want to say, okay, we're going to print 
um, a design um, on one of our machines for St. Patrick's Day. Oh, well, it's already the 16th. I got to hurry up and get this post up. It's kind mm-hmm. of too late. You want to be, you know, ahead of the game. Um, so, for example, for that, you know, we started creating content for that this month. And, well, mm-hmm. just kidding. It's the 1st of March. Oh. So, <laughs> I forgot. Um, in February. Yeah, you know, we did it last ske- month. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. we did it last month. And, we, you know, you just kind of start scheduling and getting ahead of the game so that it also just doesn't, it doesn't create... You don't have to just go in all on one day and post, 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 create all these posts. You have things kind of scheduled out. You know what you're going to do. You know what you're going to film. Um, it just makes the process easier. I couldn't imagine just not having a calendar and working willy-nilly just, mm-hmm. oh, I'll post this. Oh, I'll post that. Um, right. I don't you know. Wanna you ha- can you just want to have a plan. You want to have yeah. a, a daily, weekly, monthly type of a plan. If you, um, and I would say uh, currently, you know, um, March 1st, 2023, um, if you're listening to this a decade in the future, the AI is deciding everything. Okay. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. It also decided that you should be listening to this podcast from the, from the <laughs> distant past. But today, um, I would say if it's an online portfolio, have a schedule to post something to social media, bare minimum once a week. Yeah. Twice a two to three times a week, if it if ideally right, mm-hmm. but but at least once a week, um, uh, preferably twice. This way, at the end of the year, there's a hundred things up there. Yeah, right. If you're doing it like about twice a week, yeah, at the end of the year, you've got a hundred pictures on Instagram, which is a pretty nice thing for a year later down the road when a customer says, yeah. Purchase from so and so shop. They did a great. They did a great job for me, and they linked your Instagram account. And this stranger on social media, who you don't even know that you don't even know this is happening, mm-hmm. clicks on it, and they see a hundred things that you've made, and they're like, "This person's like legit." Yeah, like, they're exactly. Good. Going back to the beginning where you were saying you were mm-hmm. picking out, you know, wedding cake, cakes. Yeah. You know, you didn't go for the business that barely had a website built out, that barely had a presence on social media. Like, yeah, you could you know, do the minimum posting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, I don't want to look at a, a, an Instagram page, a TikTok page that has like two, three Instagram or two posts, four posts, five mm-hmm. posts, even 10. I'm like, mm. yeah, you know, they seem brand new. I don't know if I necessarily trust. I want to put my trust into a brand new wedding cake, uh, you know, bakery yeah. or something. Yeah, no, that's actually, and, and that brings up a point and, and it's something maybe not... I mean, it could be a tangent we could go into, but kind of what you described of having in the beginning when you're setting it up, having some posts that you're going to do ahead of time ready to go. Mm -hmm. So when you start your page, it's not blank, but at least when you're starting it, you've got maybe like five things ready to go up Mm -hmm. or 10 things. Um, and And then talking about posting on a regular basis, that's actually one of the biggest challenges, I think, for all businesses. They say... Even us, you know, what are we going to post this week? Yep. So I would say this, you know, on your busy weeks with business where you've got a lot of orders, mm-hmm. like you should be taking a picture and or video of every order. You don't have to post all of those right. that week. Like put them in the bank, put them in the folder. And then and then when you have a moment and you're going to look at your social media real quick, 
line them up. Mm-hmm. You know, say order one I'm going to do on Tuesday, order two Thursday, order three next Tuesday, yeah. order four next Thursday. And now you've got like six weeks worth of stuff kind yeah. of written down and you know what you're going to post. And you can schedule posts on a lot of these oh, yeah. platforms too. So you can schedule to release it at a later date. And you can also change it. So mm-hmm. if you have a really, oops, I just threw my pen somewhere. If you have a really interesting. <laughs> got it? Yeah, I got it. Okay. If you have a really interesting um, customer that comes up, you can alter your schedule a little bit. Yeah. Hey, you guys are doing a big event this weekend. I'll advertise it on my Instagram yeah. so people can see. Mm-hmm. And then you just move that post two weeks later. Yeah. Right? So if you have a bunch of stuff in the bank, you'll always have a bunch of posts to do. So take advantage of things. And, um, and it's okay to like share the same thing at a different, at a different angle, angle or yeah. from a different light or from, um, you know, share a making it on Tuesday and then the next Tuesday share the finished product yeah. as a follow-up post. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's plenty of content you could do and especially on the portfolio side. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going to be selling online, you probably want to have like a daily plan. Yeah, for sure. What are you going to do every single day? Are you going to be live going live every day? Are mm-hmm. you going to be posting every day? What are you going to be offering every day? And that's going to make sure that when your customer is like ready to make that decision, you're there ready to, you know, Take the They're order. choosing their your page, yeah, your business. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so um, we've got a calendar, um, and then there's a couple more things to go over. Um, one is going to be um, kind of what you mentioned earlier. Um, I wrote in the notes here, like collaborating with others, mm-hmm. but you know, you also said you know community involvement and things like that. Yeah. Um, so I know for one. Um, something that we've benefited from is our Facebook groups. Mm -hmm. There's kind of a community on our custom apparel um, startups page where, you know, we may, we try to be on top of everything, but we're also, you know, busy doing our own tasks. We cannot always reach every comment. Mm -hmm. There's a community there that if you've built a big enough page, built a big enough community, someone else who, you know, is familiar, knows the answer, can help one of our other customers, Um, They jump on it, I see, all the time in our page. And, you know, you kind of build like cold SE customers who kind of just help each other out when we're not there for them or we can't be there necessarily. Yeah, or sometimes I've seen on on customer pages where they'll say um, on their social media. Okay. It'll say... um, You know, do y'all make hoodies? Yeah. And then another customer will comment and say, yes, I actually just got some from Mm -hmm. them. I love them. Yeah. Um, So so that's kind of, you know, that community that you've created. But what you need to do is you need to help facilitate the creation of that community. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's going to be by... Asking your customers to follow you, asking your customers to maybe leave a review or comment or say, hey, I'm going to post like the pictures of the hats I made for you on my Instagram. Um, And I say just be honest. Like I'm trying to grow it. Absolutely. And uh, Instagram kind of gives me Instagram points when people comment and like it. So if you wouldn't mind when Mm -hmm. I post it up there, if you wouldn't mind, you know, commenting and liking on it. Sharing it to your story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, or share it. You know, that'd be a, a big help to me. I'd appreciate yeah. it. So you could just ask folks that. Um, and then anytime somebody does comment or um, or anything like that on any of your posts, be sure to respond. You know, respond to all of them if you can, you mm-hmm. know. And in the beginning, in the very beginning, you definitely can. Yeah. Right? Because there's not going to be that many. Right. Um, so um, respond to that. And then um, 
Another way to kind of build that online community is by cross promoting. Mm -hmm. So if you have a customer who is an um, electrician, you made hats for them, post their hat, tag them in there, write a note. Hey, if anybody is in the, you know, you know, Harbordale area, yeah. you need an electrician. You know, I just did a, a hat job for Joe over there and he was a super yeah. cool guy. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and either uh, drop the name of their business or if they have social media, share their social media. And uh, maybe uh, maybe this electrician, is, he's on social media too, kind of sharing his customer stories and uh, and potentially ask them, say, you know, um, I'm going to share you, or you, will you share me? And it could yeah. be them, you know, doing a job, wearing the new hats and be like, hey, we just fixed, you know, the electrical issue at this local school. And by the way, we're, we're wearing our new hats you know, and uh, and even one of the kids in the school commented how cool it looked. You yeah. know, whatever. So, um, cross promoting each other like that's great, especially when you're dealing with lots of other businesses, um, or if you are doing work with somebody who is really active on social media themselves. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, I just thought of something on, on another way to build your. I guess community or mm -hmm. gain followers, but it doesn't necessarily have to. I'm backtracking a little okay. bit. But that's okay. All right, cool. Doesn't necessarily have to do with you know cross promoting, but going back to you know uh, knowing your competitors, mm -hmm. I think one of the things that I have found helpful, and I sometimes go through you know our competitors or someone adjacent to us, their followers. Mm -hmm. Who are they following? You know. Um, if the page, I mean, I'm not going to just follow a random, a random person named Bob who has no posts. But if right. it seems like another shop or something that, you know, um, is relevant to our business, I'll go ahead and I'll follow. You know, um, so I'll you pay potentially attention. follow the follow the followers of your competition or adjacent businesses. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What okay. do you think? Yeah. So if you have. If if you sell apparel and there's a shop down the road that sells awards and engraving, mm -hmm. kind of adjacent, right? So because you figure that um, uh, the award, a little league is going to use both of those businesses, right? right? They yeah. need awards and they need apparel. Mm -hmm. um, and, and maybe both of you might not do the same thing. Yeah. So what you do is you can go to this award shop and you can look at their social media. It's pretty good. They got a good amount of people there. It's adjacent to my business. Who's following them? Yeah. Well, there's three little league teams that are, you know, that, that are following them. So I'm going to click on their profiles, look at them. And then right from my business profile, I'm going to follow that little league. It's going to pop up that this custom apparel shop follows them. And that, little moment right there could be the uh, spark that ignites them to look at you, yep. see how good of a job you do, realize how dissatisfied they are with the apparel <laughs> that they currently have potentially, mm -hmm. Not, didn't even know you were in business, they found you and that and they start following you back. And next thing you know, like the next time that, that their customer messes up or their uh, vendor messes up and gets the hats wrong again for the third time, they're going to give they're you, like, yeah, and they're going to remember you mm -hmm. and they're going to have seen how good, good your hats look and they pick up the phone and they give you a call or even send you a message on social media and yeah. say, hey, I'm, I'm sick of doing with this business that doesn't seem to care about me. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for somebody who does and looking at your social media, it, it seems like you care about your customers. Yeah. Um, 
So uh, a little bit of this work that you can do in social can can really pay off. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, even with influencers, 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 <laughs> yeah, <there we> go. <laughs> tongue tied influencers, um, you can also follow some um, influencers that are, you know, maybe a little bit popular in the type of industry mm-hmm. um, you're working in um, and maybe try to connect with, you know, them as well. It's another way to build you know brand trust on social media Mm -hmm. you know if this social media or if this social media influencer is doing this i should do this you know Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that think that way yeah um we're easily maybe not easily but some of us are easily influenced to you know trust what this you know influencer this popular influencer is saying we trust you know we see them all the time we see bigger brands you know uh partnering with them so maybe you know trying to connect with even some of the smaller ones yeah i mean honestly uh, and influencers can be uh, on the social media side meaning they have tons of followers right but it also could mean that they're just an influencer in your community so the amount of followers they have is maybe very small Mm -hmm. maybe 400 but they are the um principle of a school, or they are the uh, the person who runs, who is the uh, the head of the homeowners association. Mm-hmm. So the people that are following them are actually a lot of people in your community. Right. And if you're at, interacting with them online, they associate you with this person that of, is of authority that they trust, and and it can turn into business for oh, you. Yeah. So there's a, there's one side of it where it's like, yes, I'm going to connect with this person who's in the music industry that has. You know, uh, a million followers that would be great for my business, um, but that might not really matter too much to you if you're mainly selling to local stuff. Oh yeah. Right. What mm-hmm. would matter more to you would be um, principals, politicians, yeah. business owners, like that uh, big famous face people in, in your the community. community. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. The realtor that has their face like on every billboard <laughs> yeah. as you're driving on the down. Bench. Yeah. <laughs> the bench. The bench man. I haven't seen that in a while, actually. <laughs> Uh, I don't drive by a lot of benches too much. Me neither, now that I think about yeah, it. Otherwise, I, maybe I just don't notice. I, I, don't just, I just don't drive in the city as much. I, I, yeah, true. Know, I, I try to sub- avoid. I live in the suburbs now, and I drive on the highway to get through it, so I don't see the benches. <laughs> yeah. um, well, all right, there's two two last things to discuss, and then yeah. we're about to wrap up. So um, you had mentioned before just about experimenting with mm-hmm. new ways to engage. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what are some uh, ways you can experiment? And by engage, we mean getting people to follow you, like you, make comments, message you, whatever it is. That means interact with you. Yeah. Um, do you have any thoughts of ways to experiment, things you could try? Yeah, I actually, um, you know, I I actually did this um, holiday um contest Mm -hmm. on instagram Mm -hmm. and that was kind of a first i think or either maybe a second for us like we did that Mm -hmm. for the second time but years apart Mm -hmm. so i think contests are a good way to try and get you know um people to engage with you uh click on your page click on your website um you you're gonna need some patience though especially Mm -hmm. if you're starting off um you know you're a little bit newer on social media um, for us, we did it on our Coleman and Company Instagram page, which has a little bit, you know, less of a following than Cold Essie mm-hmm. and um, Digital Heat Effects. And it took a little bit for the posts to pick up. But once I started sharing that contest, once I, you know, sent it to people, uh, I even went ahead and like 
you know, send it to my own friends that I know make their own um, T-shirts or hats. Mm-hmm. Um, they shared it to a bunch of different people. And that's how we got that boot, that page to kind of or that post to kind of pick up a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, then the comment section was crazy. You know, people were tagging all of their friends trying mm-hmm. to win our contest. Um, so I would say maybe, you know, try with contests, um, polls. Mm-hmm. Ask people their opinion. Yeah, right? you know, exactly. Uh, I'm thinking about adding a new the a drinkware example before mm-hmm. you put art on you put art on tumblers and you kind of say um uh which which one of these should be the next one i put on my website and yeah. ask ask the people that follow you mm-hmm. um uh go ahead and um uh and a contest one is interesting you can do something for a free giveaway or yeah. coupon or something like that um there's plenty you can experiment with um working with an influencer like the cross posting, see yeah. how that works. If you cross post with this person, and if it makes sense to do it and by cross posting, I mean you know you post about them, they post mm-hmm. about you, and you probably do that the same day or yeah. something like that. Um, you so, boost post too. Yeah, and you could you could do boosting, which is basically paying money to social media to um, uh, to show it to more people. Yeah. So you can experiment with that and see what it does. Um, if you have a portfolio page that is just a bunch of pictures of stuff yeah. you do, I mm-hmm. probably wouldn't spend a ton of money sharing that yeah. um, because that's not the goal is not to sell online. Your yeah. goal is not necessarily to get customers online, but build trust to right. potential customers when they look you up or they whatever, or it's shared. Mm-hmm. Um Versus, if you're track actually trying to build a following of people, um, where you do something, where you are making your drinkware live, yeah, and it's interesting to watch, and you have customers on there that are artists that are doing things, and it's and it's a it's a internet show that you can yeah. buy the product, um, then boosting the post would make sense yeah. to get more eyes to that. And something I noticed that um, you know some uh, small businesses are doing on TikTok mm-hmm. is they're going live on TikTok um, and they're tagging um, one of their customers. They're tagging their handle in mm-hmm. their live, and mm-hmm. they say you know something like, "I'm making your tum- your custom oh, uh, yeah. tumbler today." And I don't know. I've seen a ton of people just watch the live, just tune mm-hmm. in. You know, it's them just sitting there. Uh, making that person's um, tumbler or mug, for example, mm-hmm. um, that's kind of interactive. It gets people, you know, excited. Yeah. Um, it gets your customers excited. It even gets people who are just like random. Like I, I'm pretty random. Yeah. I'm not, I probably am not going to buy from her, but I watched it. Yeah. I thought it was cool. The I fact thought that it was you, like, the fact that you watched it also will get other followers because um, TikTok maybe will, the, the algorithm will mm-hmm. kind of say, this was interesting to get, 300 people to watch for three minutes yeah. the next time this goes live we're um we're going to give it some more juice because yeah. the the goal of most of these platforms is to keep you on them right so uh if people watch your stuff for a little bit then they're, they'll, they'll show it to more people mm-hmm. uh, so great so there, there's a handful of ideas and thoughts and 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 look at what other people do and see if that's something that you want to try yeah uh and then the last thing to do is to track performance mm-hmm. um for one, I think the number one rule of this is like you have to be super patient. 
Oh, in the absolutely. Yeah. You're going to like, nobody is going to care. You're going to have zero likes on something <laughs> that you thought was the best thing you made. <laughs> I've felt that way before. <laughs> uh, and yeah, you're going to have, um, nobody's going to, you're going to ask a question and nobody's going to answer. Which one do you like better? And you have one person that says the green one. Yeah. And it almost feels like embarrassing right. for someone else to see that. Right. Like mm-hmm. it's, there's definitely, but, but there are a couple things to remember are, you know, uh, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, it's not, their goal is not to make you as famous as possible. Yeah. Their goal is to um, make money through ads mm-hmm. and then please investors, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and the way that they do that, the best way, the way that ads, what are the most expensive ads on TV? Do you know? Oh, like, I don't know. Super, Super Bowl. Bowl? Super that's, Bowl. Okay, yes. that's what I was thinking. Super but Bowl. Why? Uh, because everyone's super, tuned in. Everyone's tuned in, yeah. right? It's one of the most watched things ever. So it's the most expensive ads. Yeah. So if Facebook wants to make the most money from ads, they want to have the most eyes on yeah, phones. That makes sense. Which means that ads are worth more money, right? Um, and uh, so that's their goal, right? right? So their goal is not to make you famous, their goal is to make money. And mm-hmm. so. Um, at, over time, you will start building internet points yeah. that add up to say <laughs> that it's worth it, right? And if your page never becomes um, worth it to them for whatever reason, right? It's it's a computer deciding this. Yeah. Um, so then that's when you you make it worth it by you paying for it. Exactly. By boosting, boosting, yeah. And then that gives you the shot to potentially grow faster. Yeah. You put. 20 bucks into this it went from two views to a thousand views yeah a, a good amount of people commented mm-hmm. and then that gives you a little more points so so you're kind of the the internet the internet the ai is going to say all right i mean this people seem to like this yeah the next time they boost it we're going to show it to more people or and the next time they post more of these people that followed are going to probably be shown it again you know so it's kind of a thing over time but don't be discouraged by it. Um, the fact that it will be particularly slow, mm-hmm. and um, anybody who who um, realistically, um, uh, if somebody tells you that they started up their social page and they got to like ten thousand followers their first month, um, I mean, I'm they lied. They bought it. <laughs> they, they bought, bought the it. followers. You know. Yeah, or they just got really lucky. lucky. Yeah. Right. So being lucky is not. Um, the rule, right. right? Like the lottery example in the beginning. Like, yes, people win the lottery every week. Yeah. The chances of it being you are like one in like 70 million or whatever the number is, so right? Sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the same with is kind of like getting famous on, on social media quickly or without yeah. purpose, you mm-hmm. know, is like, sure, you may have or heard of somebody who did it. Um, they may be lying. Yeah. Which I mean, let's be honest, like people lie. Like, oh yeah. Like, like Absolutely. Not, not even a secret, like people lie. So they may be lying. They may have paid for it or they yep. may have been lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and then chances are, if you look at somebody who has a really successful social media account, the biggest chance is that they put a lot of work into it over time and were very discouraged for a long period of time. Um, and they did the right things. They kept reaching out to people to collaborate. Yeah. They kept tagging people, commenting, going through their followers, followers, mm-hmm. and following them. That person, whoever said that, yeah. you know, 
probably didn't mention all of what Mark is talking about. Right, right. They may not have mentioned the fact that, like, oh, I mean, I spent, like, 30 hours a week. I'm trying to remember who I I spoke with somebody who was um, particularly busy on social media. Mm -hmm. um, And they were saying that it was, like, they spent, like, 30 to 40 hours a week. Yeah, it. it takes it was like time. customer or something, but mm-hmm. they had yeah, and they said they're like yeah. I mean, every I spend every video that you see is like two hours worth of work, mm-hmm. and I do like ten a week. Yeah, so that's like twenty hours of it. Then I probably spend another twenty hours commenting, sharing. So, so um, point being is that uh, if you're going to sell online and that's going to be the business you're going to do, it's a full time job. Absolutely. You know, or it's a good amount of work, and, yeah. and it's going to take some luck. And if you don't, if if you put 40 hours a week into it, it's going to ramp up faster than oh, yeah. if you put 20 or 10 or 2. Yeah. So You've got um, to have that expectation yeah. kind of set for yourself. Yeah. Have the expectation for yourself that because the worst thing that will happen is you put a good amount of work into it, like even if it's like an act, two hours a week, right? Um, eight, 10 hours a month, and then you give up because you thought it was going to happen super quick. Mm-hmm. So if you go in and saying, I'm going to be number one, I'm going to win, I'm going to make money on it. I understand that if I only put in two hours a week, it will be slow. Yeah. Um, and uh, and if I put in forty, it'll be it'll be faster. Mm-hmm. As long as I have a plan and keep exactly. going. So set the expectation, have a plan, and then consider everything that we talked about. Who's your audience? Uh, what's your branding going to look like? How are you going to view the results? And and the last bit about tracking performance is just look for wins. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Look for wins. I mean, there, you can get pretty specific with mm-hmm. tracking. Yeah. I don't know if we want to like. Necessarily- yeah, I don't. I, I would say. I mean, uh, tracking is actually a good episode in and of itself. Yeah, we that could is. Talk actually. about that. So maybe we'll stay tuned for that in the future. But I would okay. say, generally speaking, tracking. Look at um, the the stats on the post. They'll yeah. give you stats on the business side of things in all in any platform. Yeah, there's how like analytics people, tools. Yeah, that you yeah. Can use. How many people looked at it? How many you can just go simple at first. Yeah. How many views did it get? How many likes how many did it likes? get? How many comments? How many people shared it? How um, many people saved it? How many, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Like you can just look at simple stuff and if and look for something interesting. Yeah. So you post a picture of a tumbler because you make custom tumblers and normally you get five likes and this one got twenty. Mm-hmm. So why? Yeah, exactly. Right? And, ask and yourself why. Yeah, ask what did you do why. differently? Yeah. And then if that worked, try to recreate that. Yeah. It might not be obvious too. Yeah. Which is the interesting thing too. Because mm-hmm. for us, we've we've seen that. And I, there's still some posts. I'm, I don't understand why. I don't why. get why this one did um, so well. <laughs> it could have been uh, It could have been anything. You know, Audio could, that you used. Audio that you used. It could have been just the color was real eye-catching. You Art. used a particular color of green that really popped out in the screen. So more people stopped to look at it. Because yeah. it just... It got their attention for mm-hmm. a second. Um, it could have just been the um, the time of the year. You know, yeah. you posted something really interesting around Christmas time, and and then that was your best post. Yeah. So how do you recreate that? Well, you're going to say, um, I'm going to try to do Valentine's Day too. Okay. Well, maybe don't expect the same results because it's yeah. not as popular of a holiday, right? Per se, yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, so uh, look for interesting wins. Look, wins. Look for ways to recreate it, and uh, and just have some patience and keep looking and and working on it. Yeah. So um, I think that covers about everything. Is there anything else you wanted to add at the end? I mean, I don't think so. I think like just piggybacking off of you, you know, uh-huh. be patient, have a plan, um, just set an expectation for yourself that the amount mm-hmm. of time you're going to put in is, you know, might be a lot if you want to get bigger if you want to you know 
might happen over a year, might happen over two years or a few months, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, Just set realistic expectations, realistic goals, um, and just do the research and do the work. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) do the research and do the work. As a great thing to do, and um, and also go all the way back to the plan, mm-hmm. because if the plan is for it to be an online portfolio, then having a hundred likes is probably never necessarily yeah. the goal. You know, um, listen, I sell to local businesses. I just want a place to put all my stuff publicly. Um, that's that's different than my website, and. Um, and that's what it's going to be. So maybe you're not going to super get into social. And it's yeah. like literally, you know what? I'm going to spend less than an hour of a week on it. I'm just going to be posting, building that up um, on, on the flip side compared to your looking to sell online. So go back to the goal and determine what it is and um, and and then just follow that correctly. And yeah. you'll be good and be patient with it and take time to learn it. Don't be afraid to test. Yeah, and don't be afraid <laughs> to test out. Try something new if you're really curious about doing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then and talk to your customers about it. Yeah. You know, that's the best way to do it is to is people that you meet face to face, you can get them to follow, like, share, mm-hmm. talk about it, participate with you on social, leave me a review on Facebook. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Exactly. And um, and then also I say just if you wanna get more reviews on Facebook or more comments or likes, I mean just literally tell them why. Yeah. If somebody is super happy and they're like, I love this hat you made. It's like the best. The The kids on the team are so happy because their last hats, we got like messed up. They messed up the numbers yeah. for like six of the kids. And they were so disappointed that like the first game they had the wrong number at it, a number. And like kids have like tape on the back of their hats with Sharpie. I mean, like. like you can get so specific. Mark. It cracks me up. So, you know, that's something that could happen. And now they're really happy and you can literally just say, I appreciate it so much. I look forward to doing business again. Um, You know what? Like one of the things I'm really trying to do is build up the amount of reviews I have on Facebook. So if you're on there and you want to leave five stars, it would really mean a lot to me too. It'd be a great way to like say thanks as well. Yeah. Just be honest. And then, and oftentimes that person who was really satisfied would be like, sure. Yeah. I mean, I use Facebook all the time. Like I'll do it right now. Mm -hmm. And, uh, what's, you know, and they'll find you and literally do it right at that moment. And so, uh, just ask for it. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, uh, I wrote, what did I write in the end here? Just to make sure in my notes here. So, um, yeah, yeah, it sounds good then. I think we, we nailed everything. So, um, uh, go ahead and you can take a look, go to, um, uh, Coldesi or uh, on social media and on, uh, Instagram, um, or TikTok or Facebook. You can go to Coldesi, um, Coleman and company yep. is another digital uh, heat effects, digital heat effects. Those are, those are the big accounts that we, we spend time on. You can take a look at some of the stuff we've done. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'll say like, I mean, some of our stuff doesn't have tons of likes or interaction you know it's a little bit portfolio style Mm -hmm. some of the stuff we do have a lot of interaction on um and and some and it so not every post needs to be a win and we're in a niche industry we're in a customization business so we're not selling something that like that every single person is buying so i don't expect us to have as many likes as something entertainment like Someone who's an amazing dancer or yeah, singer. Yeah, ASMR. People yeah. love that. <laughs> That'll be a whole podcast too. Then. Um, so, uh, well, great. Thanks for listening, and um, definitely go to coldesi.com if you're interested in learning about the different types of customization equipment mm-hmm. that we have to offer, and uh, and feel free to. 
um, send uh, a message on like on, on any of our accounts on yeah, social media. Social. Ask us any questions that you have, and uh, if you really want to directly speak about equipment that we have to sell, then um, then that's not going to be Jess or I that do that. <laughs> that's other folks in the business. So if you go to coldessie.com, you can like live chat with folks if yeah. you want to talk about customization equipment. Um, but thanks for listening. Um, my name is Mark Vila, and I'm Jess Santiago. And um, we'll see you in the next episode of Custom Apparel Startups. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of Custom Apparel Startups. Find more info and episodes at customapparelstartups.com. Brought to you by Coldesi. Learn about all the customization equipment Coldesi has to offer at coldesi.com.